And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. We have a problem. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Anybody going to Vegas? Ready, set, Vegas. You're either in or you're out. What's the thing about gambling? 11 days of basketball in the desert oasis. oasis. Bastard cashed a bad check downstairs and gave you his reference. What happened here? Only happens here. Only happens I remember here. thinking, Jesus. Who wants to be my father? Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show. We've taken the show on the road. We're in Las Vegas for the Summer League. Our normal host, Zach Harper, couldn't be with us today. Soft. <laughs> Soft. <laughs> as, uh, as our, so we brought in a group. Amin Elhassan, Metal Arc Media, Cinephobe. Phenomenal yes. podcast. We we'll, might touch in some of that. Former NBA exec, Suns, Knicks, everywhere. We all know Amin at this point. Everybody's tired of him. Eric, name from the wow. Athletic. Yes, this is a great a stray right away. Got to just got to start him <laughs> off right away. Get, get going. Uh, Eric, name from the Athletic, covers the Milwaukee Bucks for us. Does a great job with us, and is here enjoying summer league because there's certain guys he wants to just go see. Yeah, so, uh, I'm a nerd. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really rough stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you're talking to the guy who's one third of Nerder She Wrote. So That's fair. It's, That's fair. It's it's fair in that. But fellas, since we're here at Summer League, let's just start off with the mean. Have you seen any bad movies lately? Bad movies lately? Uh, it's been a while because last week we saw The Watch. Oh, you know what? I take it back. I have seen a bad movie lately. It's called Battleship. The episode drops on Thursday <laughs> on Cinepoke. We get it wherever you get podcasts. That is a bad movie, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. And I believe it's on the Levitar and Friends Network. Make sure you go check that stuff out. But let's get to the basketball side of things. Summer League, here we go. All the young stars are here. All of that. But I, I, I got a complaint to begin with already. Not a lot of second year guys. I'm surprised by some of that. Josh Giddy is not enough for you. You're not Giddy no, no, for no. Giddy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. Sounds like you're Moody for Moody. <laughs> Here we go. Even more of this. You know, I can't go back and forth. Every time you do this, I'm never able to hang. I literally just you're like Holmgren. For, oh no, nah. yeah. I sit there for a half hour going like Holmgren for home. No, wait, that doesn't. Okay, no, that doesn't work with me. But like, look, Jalen Green not playing. Cade mm-hmm. Cunningham not playing. Uh, who who else isn't playing? Like in terms of other, other uh, it's easier to count the guys who are playing. Josh Giddy, Josh Giddy, Josh Christopher, right. uh, but like the main guys. Like let me yeah. ask you, like Jalen Green needs to be on the court. Absolutely, there. like get some of that experience with with Jabari Smith. Give him some run. Franz Franz Wagner not right. playing. So, like our philosophy was always, if the guy played like during the season, you, you like a lot. You, you come out here, maybe you play the first game. And then shut it down for the rest, but be practicing with the team. Right. Be, be okay. kind of the leader, you know, teaching these guys how we do things, what our, what our culture is, what, how we expect our practices to run. And then sit on the bench, be a good teammate, wear the team polo, all that. Right. It seems like now the, the thing is like, yo, I'll, I'll do the LeBron. I'll show up one day right. and yeah, I'll sit Gucci row. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, like that. That seems like a, a new evolution, I guess. You were, you, you, you were a star rookie on a team that, 
also had a top three pick because right. you guys were terrible. I yes. don't feel like you've earned the right at that point mm-hmm. to be like, hey, I'm going to take summer league off. Oh, right. Also, I like it with Giddy, right? Like that that Thunder team, like you're actually getting Chet Holmgren in situations that I don't know, look like real basketball. Right. Like that, those seem like helpful things that you'd want. So like you watch that Oklahoma City team and it's like, okay, yeah, I could see Chet Holmgren roll to the rim. Mm-hmm. I could see him deal with the tag man. I could see him hit a pick and pop three. Like right. those are all things that he's going to have to do once he actually gets into real NBA basketball. And because Josh Giddy's here, he gets to do some of it. Right. But, but it also goes a long way in the sense of like, you're developing chemistry, right? Like you're understanding how to play with each other. This is just basketball reps. It's, it's not great basketball. It's not like anything. Sure. It's not even fully an NBA game, but you're developing that chemistry and things like that. You're getting a couple more reps that you wouldn't normally get. It's not the same when you're playing pickup in August, September and all that stuff. It just doesn't, it doesn't like, I feel like it's something for especially young guys. It's a good way to start building that. If you're a sophomore here, and you played last year, so it's not a, a case of earning minutes. Or right. trying to, it's not like Moses Moody's a sophomore, but he played sparingly. So, right. yes, he still needs play. the yeah. summer league experience. If you're a sophomore here, like the guys that you want that aren't here, it really is more about your teammates. It's not yeah. about you. We get it. You're good. You're fine. You don't have to prove anything to us. But it's about helping your future teammates here shorten their learning curve. Yeah. And also, maybe it's also you learning how to be a leader which is, you know, may or may not be uh, an opportunity that you have on the team right now. Yeah, and that's, I think, something important. But let's also get to Eric's favorite player because he already brought it up. You could feel it yeah. teaming with just wanting to scream for it, you know, because he's he's giddy for Chet. I, I, that's not how the pun – whatever. The, I, I'll explain okay, puns to you off our air so, later. Like, well, it's all good. Uh, I will try to get one by the end of this show. We can we well, keep trying. We'll have a chat about chat. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Damn it. Uh, that was well done. Just like that. Damn just it. knocked right I, in just no, like that. I don't, can we get somebody else? I don't want to do this with the meme. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 look, I, Summer League is my place, man. I started here. You're you the know? mayor. I'm the mayor of Summer League. You might say that I'm homegrown. Oh man. That, okay. It works. It, it works. Uh, let's talk about Chet. Uh, man, I'm like, I came to the gym the other day. I don't cover the Thunder, but I wanted to like be in the gym and watch Chet because I saw him do what he did in Utah. And that seemed, I don't know, pretty cool. Like there was some cool stuff. And I, I legit like am excited to watch Chet this rookie year because I really like the shot blocking. I think that's like legit. There's just a number of times where he comes from the backside and you, are like, how did he even get there? I think that's really exciting. Yeah, he's 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 thin. Like that that all exists, but I do think offensively he's shown a little bit of skill. And like, obviously, I I don't want to. I already know how bad this is going to sound, but I cover Giannis, and Giannis oh. it took oh to his second year to uh, took until his second year to figure out how to do the spin move. <laughs> and Chet like already has that move. Like he's already like I think he's more skilled than I thought he was. Like I thought it was just going to be. Okay, let's just pick and pop him. He'll be fine. Offensively, I think there's a little bit more there. Yeah, no, he's he's skill was never a question with him. And IQ is also he's a very high IQ player. The question is at that size, meaning his weight, right? Being a big is gonna be hard enough for him. And when you look at the other skinny players who have been successful in our league, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Brandon Ingram, to me. They all exhibited a level of lateral quickness and mobility that mimicked a guard or at least a wing. They moved like small players, even though, you know, they're seven feet tall or or close to it. Chet doesn't move bad for a big, 
but he doesn't move well for a wing laterally to me, right. to my eye. Can he get better? I don't know. Maybe he can. But at this point, the big problem is he's not hefty enough to play up front, as we saw when he was matched up with yeah. Kenneth Lofton Jr. Oh, Kenneth. We're not yeah, even going Kenneth. We're going Kenneth. We're going Kenneth. Yeah. Actually, I, they call him JR. That's what... Uh, Short for Junior? Junior. Yeah, they yeah, call him Junior in Memphis, apparently. So... <laughs> These are, these are the insights you get, folks. Yeah, there you go. Intel. <laughs> From the man. Yeah. So he's uh, he's not strong right. enough to do that. But I don't know if he's quick enough laterally yeah. to be a wing at this point. And now he's going to be able to use his length to buy time and all that. But, again, this is summer league. You can do that. You can do that it's stuff easy. here. Right. It's, a, it's a little harder when you're doing it against guys at the league level. When you have to do it against Giannis. Yeah, you know, or, sure. or I, I, oh, I never like going with those. So, so, even, so for instance, when people say, "Oh, if you, if you can't guard uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr., how are you going to guard Embiid?" And I'm like, "Embiid, how's he going to guard PJ Tucker?" <laughs> right? Yeah, PJ yeah, Tucker yeah. do that to him. So for same sure. way, I won't say, "How's he guard Giannis on the perimeter?" I say, "Like, how's he guard Alec Burks?" Right, right, like right. that's he'll have problems with that guy who's a good NBA player, but it's like but nowhere it's, near the headaches that we're talking about at the highest level. But when you're, but for me, like when you're picking him at two. Mm-hmm. You're kind of thinking like, all right, down the road, he's going to be our guy that's going to have cool. to stop those. Like, I mean, it's a long way to go. He's, yeah, he's like, yeah, high, high ceiling, low floor, Lower floor. Like he could fail miserably, or he could lose right. potential and be like Kirilenko with a jump, a bigger Kirilenko with a jump shot. Right. You don't know. We don't know. Yeah. It's like I'm intrigued by him, but I'm not as infatuated with him as everybody else because I think he's going to have like when we talk about all the wings and things like that. Yeah. Everybody always talks about those guys were skinny too. I said those guys weren't slated to play bigs right. like in the way Chevy. Sure. Giannis probably, but like Ingram or KD, which I've heard a couple of times when people throw that out there. I'm like, yeah, KD came into the league was starting as a two, right? 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 Like it yeah, wasn't. It sure. was never. Chet is meant to be a big man in this league, and I I think he's going to struggle a little bit there. I think his defense is shot blocking off the weak side is the best thing he's got. Yeah. And besides his shot and all and his IQ, but that's the real skill defensively on ball. I think he's going to have a hard time because once guys start getting into his body, it's over, man. Like he's just going to fall over. So then where are you at with like the rest of the top three? Is it Paolo for you? Like, is, is that who you're thinking about? Like as you're watching games or what is it for you? I'm, I'm in on Paolo for, for a couple of reasons. One, I thought he had the, the, he had the highest floor. I thought I felt like he'd come in right away, can score, do all right. that stuff. And it was the perfect fit for what Orlando needed, right? Like Orlando needs somebody that can basically be a one-on-one scorer at times. And the thing for me, because I don't even watch a ton of college basketball, but watching him here, like I'm blown away by his passing. Yeah. yeah. Like it's been it's and it's stuff like it's it's sometimes it just looks simple, but like he's posting up a guy on the, on one yeah, side. That whip pass. And then he just yep. off the bounce, one-handed whip pass to Houston in the corner for a three. I was just like, I'm sitting there going like, is, how, how, how is nobody else going nuts right now? Like, this right. is amazing. I feel like the, the college people undersold that part. Nobody told me he was a good pass. Like, I've yeah. heard so many times he's going to be a ready but nobody talked about, yo, this guy's a pretty good passer because same thing. I was blown away, first of all, by just seeing the pass. Like, right. the, there are players that go out there. Yep. They never even see, they no. don't recognize that, that, oh, that was an option right there. Then there are guys who see the pass and don't want to pass, right. right? Yes. Then there are guys who see the pass and want to pass but have timing off. So right. throw it a little too early or a little too late. Then there are the guys who have see the pass, want to pass, have the timing right, but location up, up here, right. down by the uh, ankles, yep. to the right, to the left, right? He's got all of that. Like, he's got all that checked off. I'm like, Yo, why wasn't this talked about more in his pre-draft conversation? 
I mean, it just felt like we got so locked in right away with, you know, right. hey, Jabari, Chet, one, two, right. Paolo's going three. It got obviously changed on draft night. But, like, I think that was part of it. And, what, and I was going to say, we talk about body, right? Like, his shoulders, man. Oh, like He's massive. He, he's massive. And then, speaking to the passing, I think so often I see him get to a spot and younger players might take a shot, take a floater, try to do something. He's making the pass. Yeah. Like, that. that's all that next level stuff that you put to together the body the vision like that's gonna play period like that's gonna work in the nba yeah you, you, nah, i thought you were about nah, to say nah, something nah, else nah, like yeah he's when they talk about being nba ready that's that, that's, right. that's that's nba ready that, right that's there, nba right? ready he's coming in day one ready to go for sure all right let's talk about the other guy jabari smith who went third to houston what, what's what's been the impression so far of him i i wish he could get to the rim a little bit better i don't like i understand that he is Build as a tough shot maker, making tough shots is cool. I cover Chris Middleton. It's very helpful. Like that's like it's like a good thing to be able to do. But you also, if you're gonna be a star, if you're gonna be that next level guy, you also have to be able to get to the rim. And like that is where my concern lies. I don't know if it's like you know, you put on 15 pounds and all of a sudden he can. Right. It's possible. Like he's he's pretty athletic. He could be able to do it. I like his footwork, but right now it's like, all right, man, you take a lot of tough shots. <laughs> and you can make them, but Get something easy, please. Goldilocks of the draft, right? Like Paolo, <laughs> like uh, high floor, probably lower ceiling. Chet, high ceiling, low floor. Right. The bar is in the <laughs> middle. But also, probably needs a, a good amount of work. I, I watch him play. I like what I see. I know the production isn't what people wanted, but it's like, oh, like Eric said, you can get better at this, 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 and you'll skyrocket. And yeah. so I, I, I'm looking at him as a guy that it's kind of cool that he's going to a team that already has someone who's an established, like, guys, young star. You know, and yeah. the, the big thing for Houston, I say right now, they need, they need someone who's, when they get the ball, their first inclination is, how can I make someone else better? Because right now they, they need a, a grown-up back. They got yeah. a roster of yep. dudes that just want to shoot. And I like, mean, it would be amazing if they had Ricky Rubio. Right or Ish Smith, Ish, Ish Smith or right. anything. Tom Haverstrow here. You just said Ish Smith. I feel like Haverstrow pops up uh, somewhere before Harper ditched us. Um, yeah. You know, I was watching the Rockets game with him, and th it's Zach. It's Zach Harper heaven because it, everybody just uh -oh. wants to shoot the ball uh, all the time. He's like, oh my god, he wants to shoot too. It's this the, guy too. Look it's at the Houston him. Harpers. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. They're like. Summer League is sponsored by 2K this year, and like the Houston Rockets are the ultimate 2K team. Yes, that's the yes. that's the team that you you know, when 2K23 comes out, you're gonna want to play with them because Absolutely. they got a bunch of shot makers. <laughs> just gonna be wild, constantly yes. stuff. Just throwing it out there. Let's see what we have and things like that. All right, outside the top three, who have you guys seen that you like so far, or or has kind of been like, oh man, this guy ain't what I expected. Um, I mean, I going into the draft, I like Jalen Williams. I, I thought which one? <laughs> uh, no, why? Uh, so J A L E N, uh, Santa Clara product. Um, I thought early in the draft process there'd be a chance he'd get to 24 with the Bucks, and in my head I was like, I watched a little bit of film. I was like, <laughs> no, he's not getting to 24. Someone's gonna like fall in love with this kid. And I mean, I just thought when you when you see what he can do defensively, I think that's where it gets really exciting. Like he had Jabari Smith for a lot of that game yesterday, and. You can see the six six size with the seven foot wing. Like he was in Jabari Smith, and again, I understand that I just question whether or not Jabari can actually get to the rim. But like, 
Jalen Mitho's tough. He blocked a jumper. Like he, to me, is a guy that I think is just going to work in the league. Like you, you look at six six. You look at what he can do offensively. There's maybe a little secondary playmaking, good shot making. Like I just, I liked him a lot when I saw him yesterday. I like Ivy. I know it's cheap. That's at the top three. I went with the fifth guy. Yeah, right. (laughs) Where you go out on the limb? (laughs) (laughs) It's I like him because I'm interested to see how he's going to fit with Detroit and what Coach Casey can do now that he's got two big guards who could push uh, pace and tempo and make others better. That's really why I was kind of disappointed not to see Kate Cunningham here because I want to see how those two guys are going to look playing next to one another. But so Ivy important for them to play together. Yeah. I mean, it drives me nuts, but it's so important. Ivy looked good in the first five minutes and then he sprained his ankles. But like that was no, but that was like a, like in those five minutes, I was like, okay, yeah. like that. I think he had like 11 in the yeah, first five he, minutes. He, yeah. he, went, he went pretty nuts. Like hit a three, got yeah. to the lane a couple of times, things like that. I'm going to go with another piston and go with Dern. Dern, yeah. I really like, I think the Knicks are just going to be kicking themselves yeah. for trading him. Like I understand what they're doing, everything, cap space, all that fun stuff. Right. But, this kid comes in, and it goes back to the same thing with Paolo. Yo, he's making reads. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, passing, right. kicking out. Those passes, roll, for sure. And the stuff, like, he's coming in. He catches it on the front. Help comes over. Cool. Just fires it over to the weak side corner. You know, the, the would have been a three, but the guy bobbled the ball. It was actually in his hands. The other guy just couldn't catch it. And I think that's along those lines of that's the stuff I'm watching going, like, that stuff I didn't see, mm, right. you know, in, in my limited draft homework. Yeah, no, sure. no. You yeah. know what? It, it's not your fault. It's it's Coach K's fault. Let's go ahead and say it. Coach K, not good at coaching. Not good at coaching. Look, you got these two guys are amazing passers, and you guys lost in the final four. You just choked it up. Come on now. Uh, other guy I'd say, Blake Wesley. I like Blake Wesley a lot. Like, uh, that dude, when I watch film again, it, it's just people that I'm thinking about with the Bucks at 24. Like he gets places, yeah. and he's skinny, and it might not actually work. But when you look at dudes that like can actually get to the rim, I just watched a Spurs game where it was cross cross, and then all of a sudden he's there with a right, and it's like okay, that that plays like that will play if he can get bigger and he can get stronger and all that. But I my first viewing of Blake Wesley the other night in the other gym, like yeah, that'll work. I just want to point out both of you guys are cowards for two reasons. I, I know what you're going to say. One of them, but go ahead. All right. For one is that I call Coach K a bad coach, and you guys shrank, shrank like oh, like the no, ghost, no. the ghost of Coach K. <laughs> but the other is because Duran didn't play it. That's that. That's the one where I was like, he didn't Mark play Williams it. was the center of Duke. <laughs> Somebody correct me, goddammit. I was going through the, but then in my head, I was like. I don't watch enough college sports. Maybe like, did, I, like, maybe no, it, it, absolutely. That was my thought exactly. I was like, I thought he was a Memphis. <laughs> maybe I'm, right. I'm pretty sure he's at Memphis, but I was like, I cowards, <laughs> cowards, absolute cowards. That's but I'm true. with you on the Coach K hate. <laughs> like, no, I mean, he stopped coaching in like over the past 20 years. Yeah, it's just been let me recruit the best guys and hope it works he out. Plays but, a game. Yeah, he plays do, a game. Now. Do your thing. Run your little Amex commercials. <laughs> do all that stuff. Coach Team USA. You don't have to really do much in the college game anymore. Yeah, but that's a whole different story. Let's talk. This is one of my favorite things. Summer League shenanigans. Oh, just, shenanigans. just, just. I mean, we we got the mayor of Summer League here. Summer League shenanigans. Like, Summer. like, just, just everything from the the pit uh-huh. to to, the to just, pit, just yeah. the schmooze pit. Everybody the walking da- the around. The dap wall. You know, dap, the dap wall. wall yep. Yeah. Yep. Everything. You say what's the dap wall? The oh, dap wall is okay. So in Cox Pavilion, which is the smaller gym. Yep. At the far end of the gym, where the freight elevator is, yes. where the teams come in by. There's uh, some kind of risers where they've got like yep. some press seating, 
And then there's a walkway that goes from the freight elevator to the other side and then back into the other sideline. Yep. That wall right there is the DAP wall because if you hold on that wall, everyone who comes up that freight elevator w typically walks past right. and you just dab people up. What's up? Oh, man, how's it going? Da, da, da. It's a great place to get volume, 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 volume as far as seeing as many people as possible. And also you can figure out like who messes with you. It's like the key and peel yeah. sketch. Like as yeah. you like walk through, you're like, Ooh, yeah. that wasn't a good dad. No, you don't mess with me. Dang. All right. So, so my worst feeling in the summer league is that there's always guys who I remember. And I'm always like, wonder if they remember me oh, that moment. That's your biggest fear. No, not my biggest fear. It happens all the time. Okay. Well. <laughs> it happens all the time. Rock them up and be like, Hey, yep. what's up? Daddy? Oh, Hey man, what's uh, up? And you can catch them trying to look at your credential. I yeah, usually turn my I credential did. around like, yeah. skirt, like, let's see. You know what? I, you know what? I don't, I, what I don't like is when I'm just walking around and I, I inevitably see this. I saw your eyes. I saw your eyes. even approach. I'm yep. like, oh, look, man, you, you either you know or you don't know. Yep. It's, but don't, yep. don't try and like get, sure. get on the train now. No, my my big. What's your biggest summer league fear? Because I have a huge fear every year and it never goes away. Biggest summer league fear. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe caring too much about the basketball. Like where yes, that's a nightmare. That's, that's not where it's just like, what am I doing? Like, why am I actually here? Like breaking down this. Did I send out five tweets about this? No. What am I doing? Like, I gotta chill. Like, I think that's my biggest fear because I like basketball, man. Like, Eric, it, it's a sport I cover, but I gotta stop. Eric name's biggest fear is becoming Nate Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest fear is when I'm walking down the bleachers. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I become so paranoid that I'm going to slip, fall, and then do the long <laughs> tumble, boop, 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 tumble, and everyone in the gym is going to turn around be like, and look. And like, it's the messed up steps, too, because yes. there's like the long one and then the and short one. Some of them are cement. Yep, some of them are sure. like this uh, collapsible aluminum thing. And it's just like I I ripped that handrail for, for dear life because I know. And, I, and the worst thing is I don't know what's worse. 
going down the steps and falling and tumbling down or going up the steps and slipping yep, and yep. face first plant face plant there i'm like oh man, every single yep. i mean every time i've stopped texting on the stairs i can't oh, do it. I, I, I need to be fully focused mm -hmm. fully locked in full concentration i know you don't know this but because i'm a usc guy the coliseum terrible steps all of them uh, uneven, all that. You literally just have to walk down like that because this happens all the time with sure. that stuff. Also, everyone's drunk. <laughs> I mean, it's, we're in Vegas. You're not. No, I'm everybody's not, everybody. Everybody at some point. I'm on the be, job. I've got multiple bottles. of You water are ready on. to roll. You are a professional. I mean, I a this. professional. You show up when you're supposed to be yeah. somewhere and you kill it. Yeah, oh. And, oh, speaking of showing up when you're supposed to be somewhere. <laughs> Clear out. <laughs> so I get a text message from Zach Harper, probably around one o'clock. Say, hey, you still good to join us at 2 p.m.? I said, yeah, I'll be there on my way right now or whatever it was. I lied. I wasn't I think <laughs> I was in my right. underwear, but it was like, well, yeah, I'm on Too my way. Right? Okay. So um, I get here and I see Eric and I see Mo and I said, where's Zach? And they said, well, Zach's sick. I said, he just texted me. What are you talking about? <laughs> sick how? Oh, he's, uh, he's, you know, his stomach's messed up, whatever. He thinks he had food poisoning. I said, I literally ate the exact same thing he did last <laughs> night. We got pizza. We got the same pizza order. We got the, a slice of Sicilian and a slice of uh, mushroom. And then uh, we went to a steakhouse after we went to the uh, Mad Apple show. It's is the new Cirque du Soleil show about New York, New York. Great. Our buddy Brad Williams is a stand-up comic. He's in it. He's the first stand-up comic to be part of a Cirque du Soleil show. It was very cool, very awesome time. Afterward, we go out with Eric, uh, with a, excuse me, with a Brad and, uh, uh, another one of the comics who was also part of the show. And we go to the steak place and literally ordered the same exact steak. <laughs> so somehow me and Zach Harper ate the same food, drank the same drinks, by the way, <laughs> but he's hugged up on a toilet and I'm here on time. Wow. Doing the show. I'm actually thirsty. I, I was like a, concerned at some point you were just gonna run just run right no. off the set no look I was you don't get to be mayor of summer league that, with a weak constitution yeah, that, like hey, that that's true all right that's well well since again mayor of summer league yes. describe the schmooze pit the schmooze not okay. everybody understands that. so we described the uh we gave you guys the uh dap the ball well, yeah now take the dap ball and give it some peds that's the schmooze pit so in thomas and mac it's a bigger arena it's a twenty thousand seat arena behind the basket uh where normally at a UNLV game, the the seats would collapse all the way down right. and you'd have just seating. They take away those seats. They got, again, the risers, there's immediate seating, but then there's just nothing but space behind that all the way to the tunnel. The tunnel leads all the way inside to where the loading dock is, where the team's coming by. And so from the beginning of that tunnel all the way out to that wide space of area behind the risers is the schmooze pit. And that's where everybody's around there. Oftentimes, you see the teams that are going to play next. They're there. Their team personnel, right. their general manager, their coach, sometimes even their owner. Yep. Sometimes the star player from the team will all be there. And so if you just hang out there, you're going to see a lot of people and a lot of schmoozing. The other day, it went viral. I guess, was it um, Rob Palinka was talking to, I, I can't remember who it was. Some other, maybe it was Sean Marks, or, maybe another GM, and then right. it becomes a. Everyone's like, oh my God, they're talking about like, no, it's the schmooze pit. <laughs> that's what everyone's doing. It's, it's, it's that simple. But the schmooze pit is kind of the fun part. Like, that's oh, what I like oh, doing. It's super fun. I like kind of coming down there and being like, hey, you know, to so like three people I know, and then I mean, no, yeah. but, it's, but it's the whole thing is, is just you find someone and latch onto that, and then they have no people, and they come by, yeah. 
and they say what's up. The schmooze fit is, is my favorite part, probably summer league, because it's just like everyone's there. Matter of fact, I've been doing a poor job lately of getting out of the schmooze fit. I've been schmoozing too much. Oh, wow. Schmoozing too much. Too much schmoozing. I didn't think that was possible. It is possible, man, because part of Summer League is doing the laps, getting your steps in. You know how many miles I walked the other day? How many miles did you walk? I mean? At Summer League alone. That's not counting what I did. Six miles. Six Ooh. miles of walking. My body was so sore by the end of the day, but I was so happy and energized. And, that and I, you're, you're, Summer League, not just where you get to schmooze, but you get your exercise. Get your exercise. My feet are killing me. I'm I, I've been on my feet the whole week. Like I'm... I'm dying out here. Let me tell you something. Damian Lillard and, and our buddy Nate Jones have this uh, <laughs> insult thing. Yeah. After day one, I literally hit up Nate and I said, do you have any on you? <laughs> I need this right <laughs> now. No, for real. For real. <laughs> no, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. You're running around and going back and forth between the gyms of which I'm games you want to watch. Up and, and down those death those, bleachers. Yes, <laughs> dangerous stairs. It means biggest nightmare, biggest fear. <laughs> You know, it, it's it's something to keep an eye on. I think, guys, we've done a pretty good job. I've kind of driven the car off the rails here a no, little bit. No, you've been fine. So, it, these people are watching because they want to know about summer league. Absolutely, man. that's that's like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna sit and talk about Jovic and how? Like, I no, mean, I don't <laughs> care about that. solid <laughs> definitions, a greater understanding of what's going on here, I, I, a deep look inside of all of our psyches. Like, I, I think we're doing well. Here. I like to pull back the curtain and say, yeah. look, look, what's happening? No, I think I think we've kind of done that. I think we've got. Is there anything else we might have missed? Is there anything we could talk more shit about Zach Harper and how <laughs> you're gonna, weak, you're gonna how weak, weak his man is? Come on, man. We can do that for hours on end. I don't think it'll be uh, something we should do. Uh, uh, shouldn't, it? shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, anything closing thoughts? Summer league. Anybody else you want to see? No, I've had a great time. I, I am ready to leave Vegas. I've oh, been wow. here. You've done, I, you've done it. You've seen. I, it. I've I've seen the sights. I, I I think I understand everything. I've schmoozed with the people I need to schmooze with. I've seen all the top three. I'm good. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go home. What about you? Oh, I guess you're the host. I got. I still have many more days left. <laughs> I've got to do the next sub. Uh, Three days, we're going to be doing Levitard show live from here. Myself and Zach Harper, we're going to do an hour of Levitard show a day. Nice. In the morning, early when no one's here. Good luck. This whole place is going to be deserted, but me and Tom are here. You know why? Because unlike some people who shall remain nameless, we can hold our liquor. <laughs> Zach Harper. Fair. I'm going to get killed for just allowing you to kill Zach on our... Uh the athletic NBA oh, show. Oh, uh, uh, we're going to get a, a call from the New York Times saying this is not New York Times. Oh, they probably don't have my number. It's okay. I think somebody, I think it'll be somebody else. This is else. not the standard of the, <laughs> the, 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 the chronicle moment. of the people or whatever the hell they call it. Hey, you know what? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, right, let me yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill, 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 chill. We got to watch for it. No, I mean, I'm just looking forward to again watching some of the basketball. Yeah. Unlike Eric, I am going to tweet out clips. Oh. I am going to do some of that stuff. We'll get one more thing. We'll probably not get a one both. Uh, not, not, you can't tease the people like that. You know, you know, really. you know, maybe something comes up, but I'm going to be honest. The summer league basketball itself is kind of rough. Yeah, no, it's not great. I mean, it's not the, the, I mean, listen, we had a double overtime game. Oh, that's the worst. And no, no, but the worst part, this is the worst part. What? Okay. So for those that don't know, Orlando, Sacramento go to double overtime, yeah. become sudden death to double overtime. Yes. Orlando misses the first shot. Sacramento calls a timeout. There should be no timeouts allowed. There's, there's so many timeouts. No timeouts. You just got to go. Just quick question as we're on our way out because Zach said that's what the rule should be in the NBA for the regular season. It should Ever, be. Everyone sun, be into it. Yeah. Sudden death. Sun death. Sun death. We got one overtime. If I'm you can't get it done in one overtime, sudden death after that. 
Now, yes. the playoffs, we'll play six, seven, eight overtime. We'll, we'll do our deal. Uh, Zach said that, by the way, on the radio. And Chuck D, the legendary Chuck D from Public Enemy, Enemy tweeted us, if you pay, play four or five overtimes, that is the definition of sudden death. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty pretty line, solid there. Line. Solid, solid line there. I like it, but you know what? Let's just do it for overtime. Ooh. I, I don't hate that either. Just regular season. Let's just do it for overtime. Nobody wants I, don't, to do that. I don't like the Elam ending anyways, but overtime basketball generally does come down to just two or three buckets is made. Everybody's pretty tired. My, my favorite thing about a four or five overtime game is, have you ever noticed this? If it's a four overtime game or even a three overtime game, right? Three overtimes is 15 minutes of yeah. extra play, right? That's a quarter and yeah. a little bit, right? Coaches will often, whatever the closing lineup of the fourth quarter is, oh, y'all are that's a lineup of for the rest right. of it. So you're basically paying, playing them an extra quarter and some change yes. plus whatever they played in the fourth quarter. It's you're, you're in a tough spot. It's like, damn, like, you know, they're not playing the next game. Like at that point, you're like, that's our player. It's like, <laughs> nope. forget it. He's, He's not gone. coming. But just the one last note on the sudden overtime, the sudden death stuff. That just makes Bobon so much more important because that tip, oh, it's yeah. like the coin toss in football. Yeah. That tip yeah. is going to be it's the most one. critical thing. You're going to sub in your tallest guy. Taco like, Fall is going to go to Rasa every year. Taco Fall's agent should be pushing yeah. for the sudden death yeah. overtime just to make sure his client continues to have a job in the league. Thank you for showing up. We continue to have jobs. We're going to keep going. Thank you for checking out the NBA <laughs> athletic NBA show. We're going to keep going. Amin El Hassan. got fired by the New York Times. <laughs> Good, well, quick call. Right? You know, it, it, it didn't work last. It didn't last long. Don't go after our writers. Um, <laughs> Amin El Hassan, go check out Cinephobe next week, Battleship, which, by the way, file. Um, yeah, it's solid. Uh, go read Eric names all the time. Everything he gives you from the Bucks, all that covered. And just stick, stay tuned at the Athletic NBA show as we're here in Vegas and rotating everybody through. Start her up, champ. Yeah. Uh, let her rip. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.